Weddings ish, 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 with Joe. Thanks so much for tuning in. This episode, we're going to talk all about money, money, money. That's right. We are going to talk about the wedding budget. Money can be such an uncomfortable thing to talk about. And honestly, it's one of the number one questions I get from clients when they call me on the phone, when they email me, what does it cost to have a New York City wedding? And I'm not harping on my clients. I totally get it. I went on Google myself, did some research, and no one is talking about the honest costs of a wedding in New York City. And most wedding vendors don't post their prices on their website. So this episode... I'm going to get into the nitty-gritty of every single cost of a wedding. Followed by that, I have my dear friend Melissa McNeely on. We are going to chat about girls because it was a wedding episode. And then, of course, I have the amazing sit-down with the lovely and talented boys of Putnam & Putnam, which you don't want to miss. So let's get started talking all about money. The average price of a New York City wedding, are you ready for this? It's the most expensive city in America to be married, Um, and The Knot did a survey of thousands of brides in 2012, and in 2012, the average cost of a New York City wedding was $76,687. So that was the average cost, meaning it went up from there, and in some areas, it went down from there. So the figures I'm going to share with you about wedding budgets are, again, based here in New York City. They're based on my experience with the vendors that I love to work with, and of course, Absolutely. This is not, you know, set in stone. You can always find vendors um, for more affordable or you can always do something yourself for cheaper. Absolutely. But I'm just going to share with you the general costs that um, the couples that I work with spend and sort of what the industry average is um, for professional wedding vendors. So what we've done is actually broken it up into two different types of budgets. The budget that is a fixed price, meaning regardless of the number of guests that come to the wedding, that that number is fixed. And then we have the second section, which is a per person pricing, which should really help you be able to plug in the number of people you're hoping to have times each service um, to get sort of a bottom line there. So I'm just gonna go through them with you one by one, But this whole PDF is on the website where you can sort of review it at your own pace, take a look at it, and use it as a tool to calculate what it may cost you to have a wedding in New York City. So first and foremost in the fixed pricing section is a venue. So venues in New York City come in three different kinds, a restaurant, a full service space, and a space only. So the range we have here is $2,500 starting up to 30000 The 2500 could be something like a restaurant. That's their fee just to have the ceremony on site, and then you have to meet a food and beverage minimum of fifteen, twenty, dollars or $30,000. A full-service space is similar to a restaurant in that all the food is in-house, the staff, the rentals, the bar is all in-house, and depending on what their minimum is, their site fee may be low as well. On the higher end is if you just rent a space, because if you just rent a space, that space and that company is not making any other money or any other revenue streams from food, from beverage, from anything else. So that's where I'd say that sort of is like a 7000 10000 all the way up to $30,000 um, or sometimes even more. 
So photographer. Um, the average price we're finding um, ranges between $6,000 and $15,000 for anywhere from six to 10 hours of coverage with one or two photographers. Sometimes an engagement shoot is included. Albums are always an additional cost. And they range from you know $600 up to $2,500, depending on how premium, how custom, um, what you're looking for. Videographer, we're finding $4,000 to $10,000 is the general cost for six to 10 hours of coverage with two shooters, a three to five minute edio video um, that's edited, or sometimes you also get then a longer, like a 20 minute edited video, um, and raw footage would be included there. Of course, there are some people who offer a package at a significantly lower rate, but then all of these additional things cost more um, to add on. A planner. Of course, I'm a fan of a planner. We have a range here of $2,500 up to $50,000. $2,500 would get you something like a day of coordinator so that you don't have to work on your wedding day. Um, and then Above that would be sort of partial planning around the seven, eight, nine thousand dollar mark, and then full service planning is generally, you know, nine, ten thousand, and up to the skies. Um, you know, celebrity wedding planners begin at around fifty thousand, uh, so that's sort of why we have that number there. When we're talking about a full wedding band, ranges from $8,500 to $30,000, depending, of course, on how many hours they play. Typically, it's a four-hour set from start to finish. Um, the number of instruments, the number of sound setups, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Whereas a duo or a trio could be $1,200 to $6,000, depending, again, um, on how long they're playing and how well-known they are. You know, if they're famous on YouTube or they're actually a touring band, sometimes the price will be higher. A DJ, uh, in terms of music, always the best way to save is a DJ versus a live music or a band. Um, you know, it's going to start around $1,800 and can go all the way up to $6,000, sometimes even more if you have a celebrity DJ or a famous DJ um, or someone who's just super well-known in the industry. And then lighting. Every venue is different. Some venues require you to use their in-house lighting person. Other venues, you can do whatever you want. If you're getting married at home and you have a tented wedding, oftentimes the tent company um, has lighting options as well. So we have a range on that of $4,000 to $15,000. Uh, the $15,000 may seem high, but again, if you have a 400, 500-person wedding, multi-floors, multi-locations, and you want string lighting, up lighting, pin lighting, and lighting the band, the cake table... And there's a lot of different components that go into that. Um, a photo booth. Everyone loves a photo booth or a gift booth or some sort of booth for people to take pictures of, of themselves and their friends. Uh, it's going to range from $1,800 up to $3,500 or even higher, but I wouldn't spend more than that personally. Um, usually that comes with an attendant, so someone there helping the guests um, push the button, teaching them how it works, unlimited printing, the backdrop or the booth, and sometimes props will be included there as well. And the last fixed cost is an officiant. And that's sort of $50 up to about $1,500. The $50 option is if your friend is going to marry you, which I always suggest. Um, that option is them paying to register online, um, also them registering with the city of New York. So that's the most affordable. Um, we've seen $1,500 for a rabbi uh, at one point or you know, a wedding officiant. Um, part of that goes towards their salary, and sometimes part of that is a donation to their church. 
or their temple. So those are the fixed prices, meaning regardless of the number of people in attendance, those prices would sort of remain the same. So the venue, photographer, videographer, planner, wedding band, duo trio, DJ, lighting, photo booth, and officiant. Those things are fixed. You sort of decide if you want it and if you don't want it, um, and then add it to your spreadsheet as a fixed number. Uh, And then the per person pricing is a little bit trickier. So this is a number that we've sort of deduced per person, per guest, not including tax or gratuity. So uh, let's start with catering and food. So catering is going to be the biggest part of your budget for a wedding. And we broke it up for you um, into all the different areas, which is food, staffing, rentals, and alcohol, um, so that you can sort of know the difference um, of what you're seeing in a general proposal. So for food, we're seeing on average the cost of appetizer, entree, and some sort of small dessert is starting at about $80 per person but can go all the way up to 200 or more. Again, your selections here will determine the food cost. So of course, if you want an oyster bar or you want, you know, lobster rolls, sort of these higher price food items, then the cost will definitely go up. But if you want a plated or family style meal, five past appetizers and two small past desserts, then sort of the $80 range um, to 90 to $100 is what can be expected for food alone. And then staffing, so you have to have people who set up the wedding, who cook, who serve the food, clean the food, tend the bar. Um, So for all of those people, generally we find it's about $60 to $90 per person um, is what the average cost will be. So if you have 100 guests, staffing's about $6,000, so on and so forth. Um, Rentals, so that's Everything that's in that you need to have the wedding, your tables, linens, napkins, chairs, plates, glasses, cutlery, delivery fee, sort of all of the items that make a wedding possible, that make an event possible, are about $50 to $150 per guest, sort of per person. And the range is big there because there are so many options. A small example is a chair, right? A chair is just a chair. Well, no, not always. So uh, some chairs, the cheapest chair is $4.50 at a rental studio. So $4.50 times 100, $450. Great. That's reasonable. But most couples don't like that $4.50 folding chair. They want something a little bit nicer. So then the next level up is a $12 to $13 chair. So at 100 people, we're now at $1,200 instead of $450. So we're almost triple the budget just on chairs. So And the same is true for tables, flatware, glassware. It can add up really quickly depending on your taste, depending on your style, Some venues may have a higher price point for rental, but they may include basic rentals. Not always. You just want to be clear to know what's included. If it's sort of the cheap folding chairs, the cheap rental tables, um, and cheap cocktail tables, all of that is fine if you don't mind, because then you see the savings. Um, Alcohol. So alcohol, of course, every wedding should have alcohol. I'm vehemently against a cash bar. I think it's so tacky. It's not cute. Um, your friends and family are coming to celebrate your love, give them a drink. So uh, $40 to $80 per person. Um, Typically, that's for a five-hour bar. So the moment the ceremony ends, your bar package begins. So if your ceremony ends at 7, then the bar closes at midnight. Most New York City venues have this sort of five-hour bar limit. 
And in most of my couples are like, oh my God, that's not enough time. It's so short. I want to party forever. But in reality, five hours of nonstop drinking with some food in the middle is a long time and people get wasted. So if the bar goes on beyond that, only bad things can happen. It's really definitely not cute. Um, So I would say the $40 range is more if you're doing beer and wine only which is a great alternative if you're trying to save some money but still want to offer drinks. Beer, wine, champagne is totally fine. Um, And then the higher end of that is a full open bar, so all of your liquors, um, beer, wine, champagne, and of course soda, juice, and mixers should all be included in that number as well. That number does not include the bartenders or the glassware. That's just the alcohol, the garnishes, all of the ingredients needed to make beverages uh, for the wedding. So that's the catering, those sort of items there broken down into food, staffing, rentals, and alcohol. And then additionally, if you like cake, some people love cake, Mm, some people don't. Honestly, I don't really like wedding cake or cake in general. Maybe it's like the frosting to cake ratio. Um, So I'm a big fan of getting something else like donuts from dough or cookies from Momofuku, just sort of whatever sweets are local that you love. Um, is always a great option. And caterers don't mind if you outsource the sweet. They are also more than happy to make for you any dessert um, that you love. But if you're a cake person, you can get a cake sort of on the basic range from $7 up to $25 per person per slice. Um, The higher the cost, obviously, the more intricate the cake. Um, But you can always find a local bakery to make beautiful cake wrapped in buttercream, throw some flowers on there, call it a day. Um, Or more and more couples, I find, are just getting a small cake um, and cutting it for the reason of their parents. They just, you know, they want to hold on to that tradition. So they'll get an eight-inch round, cut it just to have the photos, and then serve something totally different for dessert. And sorry, Ron Ben Israel, I know you're the king of cakes, and I want to push cake on everyone, but I just feel like it's something less and less people um, in Brooklyn um, or fewer and fewer of my couples are doing. But if you love cake, those are the price points. So moving on, we're going to talk about stationery. So stationery is your wedding invitation, your wedding save the date, as well as all of your day of pieces. Um, And so let me go through that really quick with you. So it's the save the date, the actual paper save the date printed, plus the envelope you need to mail it out in. The save the date calligraphy, so the handwriting of the address of your guest on the outside of the envelope or printed on the envelope. And then we have the actual invitation plus its envelope. And then whether that envelope on the outside is calligraphed or um, printed flat via machine. And then there's some day of items, right? So we have the menu, the program, escort cards, which tells your guest which table to go to. And the name cards tells your guest which seat at that table to sit. Um, And then thank you cards. So those are sort of your basic stationary items. Um, And in that world, we're seeing a budget of about $45 to $100 per person um, for custom stationary, meaning you're going to a designer, they're creating a custom look for you, a custom suite of paper products for your wedding. Um, Absolutely, this is an area where you can find savings if you're not too particular um, or you're not really interested in stationary and it doesn't really mean much to you. Um, You can always go to Minted or Wedding Paper Divas or any online option and you'll see a drastic savings because you're basically picking from their online suites, putting in your information and printing on an existing design. So it'll always come out cheaper that way. 
But anytime you involve a human being and their team, um, a team of designers, um, and you know they have all of these things to pay for. So obviously the cost would go up, um, but again, it would be custom and it would be made just for your wedding. Um, and then there's also different methods of printing. So there's flat printing, there's letterpress, there's foil printing, there's blind embossing, there's different thicknesses of paper. So your choices again here really determine the cost that you're going to spend. So if you know you don't really want to spend a lot of your budget on this, it's all about being honest and forward with your stationer and saying, these are the resources I have. It's not that important to me to have it letterpressed. I just want pretty paper. So then hair and makeup. Uh, hair and makeup, absolutely, for same-sex weddings, opposite-sex weddings. Um, sometimes if it's two grooms, they're like, we don't need hair and makeup. But I definitely always suggest that in that situation you host, um, if you have bridesmaids um, or your mothers or grandmothers, it's just a nice gesture to host hair and makeup. Most hair and makeup artists will have a minimum. They want the bride um, plus three or four, especially on a Saturday because it's peak peak wedding time. And usually uh, the cost is $225 per service for the bride. So $225 and up for hair and $225 and up for makeup just for the bride. And then for her attendance, about $125 and up per service. So $125 and up for hair and $125 and up. Uh, for makeup. So you can sort of do the math based on the number of women you want to host for hair and makeup. And some makeup and hair artists will also do grooms um, or groomsmen if people are particular, if men want their hair look and fly on the wedding day and um, don't trust themselves to do it, then you can absolutely ask. Those costs are dramatically reduced because the hair is much often much shorter for men and much less uh, fussy, generally, not always. Some men are very fussy. I'll tell you about that in another episode. Um, and then florist. So our florist cost is ranging anywhere from $45 to $200 per guest. Um, and that range covers a lot of things. So again, at the 100-person mark, about $4,500 would be the minimum you need for flowers. This is no installation. This is no sort of huge pieces. This is going to be like beautiful but simple centerpieces and bouquets. Um, if you have a large wedding party, that's a way that your floral budget disappears quickly. You know, if you have 10 girls, and the average cost of a bridesmaid bouquet is anywhere from $125, $150, $200. So you've just spent $1,200 to $2,000 on the flowers for your girls. Um, so that's half the budget right there if you're doing sort of a smaller wedding on the lower end. Um, and what sort of part of the florist budget would be bouquets, boutonnieres, um, centerpieces, bar arrangement, welcome arrangement, all the candles. Um, if you're doing any ceremony pieces, if you're religious, you want a chuppah or you want an archway, um, any kind of installation. And then, of course, there's labor, uh, design, and delivery, which is always sort of a big part of the budget because they have to hire people to set up everything, unpack everything, and then clean everything up for you as well. Um, and then the design fee, some people are surprised by, but this florist or designer has to create and spend hours putting together a proposal with colors and flower types and looks and feels and answer all of the multiple emails that are involved um, with many clients, the back and forth, the preview of the flowers. So um, it adds up really quickly. 
And next, transportation or buses uh, range anywhere from $30 to $60 per person. Again, this all just depends if you're getting a school bus versus a charter bus versus, you know, um, taxi cabs. So it sort of really ranges on what you're looking for, but that's sort of where you can figure in, you know, a bus is about $900 to $2,000 a day, um, and that can hold anywhere from 44 to 55 guests. Um, and then valet, the last thing on our list here is about $20 to $40 per person, not including parking fees. So that's if they're doing street parking. Um, sometimes in some locations, there is no street parking. So the valet drives your car to a garage, and then you pay the valet company for their service, as well as the garage for their parking fee. So I did this more on a street parking base, which is what we're seeing a lot more of here in Brooklyn. But in Manhattan, I'm sure it's a very different animal um, in terms of cost. So that's the money talk. We've just talked about the major vendors in a wedding, what they cost, the ranges that they cost. And what I wanted to talk about next is sort of why New York City is the most expensive place to get married, because I get this question all the time. Sometimes couples feel like they're being ripped off if they say wedding, or they feel like, oh, you're just using my emotion to charge more money. Like, why do weddings cost so much? So as a business owner, I will share with you what I share with anybody who wants to know. And the truth about why weddings cost so much is because the cost of living is so high in New York City. So if you want to have staff that are reliable, talented, and top of their game, you have to pay them a living wage. And that payment has to be good enough to live in New York City. Um, Also, you have to have a place to meet with your clients, right? So you have an office or you have a studio. um, And that also, in New York City, real estate isn't cheap. And then transportation. So if you're moving your products from point A to point B um, and parking and tolls and, you know, factoring in tickets because who doesn't get a ticket, that sort of cost is super high. So all the operating costs of having a business in New York City um, are one of the big reasons why the, t- the, the cost of a wedding service here is so much higher than anywhere else. But also when we work backwards, Taxes are crazy in New York City. So as a business owner, um, a small business owner, and we, I think, are the smallest, me and two, it's like so small, um, I pay five taxes in New York City to run a business. Federal, state, city, self-employment, that's right, there's a tax if you work for yourself, and transportation. So all of those taxes, um, it's money that I'll never see. It comes right off the top from any contract that I send out, and the same is true with all other vendors. So you have all of these factors um, that sort of come to the point of creating a price for a couple, and then also experience. Of course, all the numbers I said today, you can go on Craigslist, you can find people for much cheaper, you know, you can find a wedding planner for $1,000, they may have just gotten married last week, and now they want to do this, so they're new, and they're eager, and they're hungry, so it's $1,000. And the same is true with any wedding vendor. If they're new, and they're eager, and they're hungry, and they're inexperienced, and they're trying to grow their business, then of course, they're going to come in at a lower price. But the price points that I mentioned are working with professionals with established businesses, with passion for what they do, and with experience for what they do. So there doesn't have to be worry, are they going to show up late? Are they not going to show up at all? Are they going to know what they're doing? Or am I going to stress out about them the entire time? Like really what you're paying for with a good wedding vendor is peace of mind, professionalism, and passion. Those are sort of, and then a product. 
So those are the four P's when looking for a wedding vendor that are super important um, that I always tell people. So I hope that you found that this is super helpful. I just wanted to get out there and give you the real costs of a New York City wedding. Again, this is on the website. You can find it all on our website, jovemeyerevents.com slash podcast. It's there for your information and happy wedding planning. Weddings-ish. As you know, I am wedding obsessed and I can't wait to talk to you about the new season of Girls. And here sitting with me is my dear friend and fellow wedding planner, Melissa McNeely. Yay! How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So we were at dinner the other night and we couldn't help but talk about the new season of Girls, the premiere episode, because it was a wedding. A wedding. Our world. A wedding gone wrong. (laughs) As they can do. It was terrible. No, no. I mean, that's why you hire a planner. Exactly. I mean, there was no wedding planner at that wedding. A cautionary tale. Yeah. But like truthfully, (laughs) between no wedding planner, personal meltdowns, and then the terrible hair and makeup artist. Who was hilarious. I mean, let's talk about it. Let's so, talk about it. Where do um, we start? Oh, can I, can I start by saying, well, first of all, thank you for letting me invite myself over. Of course. I'm so happy to have um, you. And it's great to be here in your adorable abode. Thank you. Um, I will say that Marnie's mother was not in the wrong with flowers, candles, candles, flowers. Okay. Of course, get that right. Yeah. She had some symmetry going. It looked beautiful. I agree. I she agree. She was not being crazy. I think there could have been a better example of a crazy mother bride. For sure. She wasn't the craziest part of that. <laughs> but they also didn't have a tent, which was fascinating. No rain plan. No rain that plan. that was, you know, part of their... Part of not having a planner. Yeah. yeah. And I love that Shoshana was like, I don't like a tent. I don't like a tent. I like a it's tent. a circus. Yeah. And then she whispers, I love a tent. <laughs> She was mispositive. She was going to be positive the whole time. Yeah, always. Regardless of what was going to happen, she was going to be positive. So let's talk about Marnie as a bride. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about her. Like, she started off, my favorite one, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm easy. I'm normal. But that's one of my favorite things that people do. It's like when you say you're, um, uh, I'm just a really generous person. Generous people don't call themselves generous, yeah. for example. Or low maintenance. Or low, I'm, oh, I'm easy, I'm low maintenance. I'm so easy. I'm down, or down to earth is another one. Yeah. <laughs> even, don't even call yourself a diva. Like, you can't be a self-proclaimed anything, anything really. Yeah. You are what you are. You are what you are. And, like, if you're talking about it, then you're not. So, like, this, 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 I'm easy. Yeah. Oh, no, you know me, I'm easy. With the hair and makeup but lady. But make sure yeah. you show me everything. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to prove everything before it goes down the aisle. No, 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 I'm easy. I died. For instance, this is too Japanese. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> If she she rocked it. I mean, she was a bridezilla. Like, Would you call perfect. her? Yes, yes. But you know, I kind of felt bad for her. But it's always that way with the show, which is what's great about the show. It's it's nuanced enough to where you're not like she's a bridezilla and everyone around here is perfect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's fucked up that that Jessa kissed. I mean, we can get there. Yeah, Adam. That and was a shock for me. It was a shock. But should we? Can we go there now? Yeah, let's okay. get there. We don't, we can get back to. Of course. Adam Driver in a suit. <gasps> I was not mad at that. I, I mean, love him. I love I him you feel without him. clothes. More. Oh, but there's something about a man in a suit. Maybe that's why I'm and a wedding him. planner. Yeah. Him in a suit is unexpected. Yes. And he's so tall and skinny. Totally. But I thought when he walked up to her, something that's done with well with the actors and the director, I just it was so romantic to me. Yeah, the just energy. Just when you saw her, you already shifted. felt. It, it shifted, shifted. And it was, it was done so well. Yeah, you forgot she was in those terrible curlers. But even him seeing her and laughing, that was sweet and It was. Adorable. It was. And I love that she, of course, was like, I was just swimming in the lake and picked these flowers. Like, <laughs> I was just walking through a stream. Yeah. 
And then Allison Blair, Marnie rolls her eyes right at that yeah, point. Yeah, of like, course. Oh, She's like, of course, back to me. As every bride, it's her day. Right. But, but, but back to her getting ready with her girls. Another, like, not everybody was good around her. It's fucked up that Fran, can we cuss on this? Yeah, of course. That, that Fran even wanted to be there. Yeah. But, it, and I don't know how, we haven't really discussed this, the bridesmaids that can't handle the, the day's yeah. not about them. Yeah. That's a passive-aggressive move. I but mean, even he would have done. Yeah, it was weird. And the fact that Hannah was so, like, you don't invite a man, A, and B, they haven't been dating, like, that long. I don't know what the time stretch is, because they were, the, the, that shot of them last season, it was dead of winter, I true. Mean, maybe six months. So, I mean, like, unclear. a couple. That's true. But, like, but don't you don't bring get, them to the getting no, ready room. You don't bring your boyfriend to the getting ready with the girls. Mm. But I love how passive-aggressive Marnie was. She was like... <laughs> Shosh. Shosh. I mean, it's just not right for him to be here. You should really tell him that. And so she's like, well, I really actually think, like, maybe actually it's, like, more your job to say what I, you want to say. I like you really actually like doing that. Yeah. I mean, but hair and makeup, wouldn't... This is why you have a trial. Well, and that's... Well, and... Marnie was so specific, but she wasn't specific uh, not. In, in, in who she chose. Well, I mean, like, sure. her, her, her Laurel Canyon yeah. note, which yeah. was hilarious, by yeah. the way, slash Ralph Lauren, um, was lost on this woman, obviously. Yep. So, so, so from our perspective, yeah. perhaps that image, an image could have been shared earlier yeah. with their makeup artist. This is what we suggest, right? Always. Or a trial. <laughs> a, tri- a trial. Have a trial. A trial. Always. I mean, it's your wedding day, and I always say you don't want to look like a drag queen on your wedding and day. And that's what she looked like. Unless you want to look like Unless a drag queen. Unless you want to look like a drag queen, because that dress was beautiful. It was pretty. But the flower crown, the dress, the Hudson. I mean, when I your mother like... is telling you the crowd, flower crown is corny, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, it's... Are, what's your feeling on flower crowns? Sadly, they're done for me for now mm-hmm. because I actually just the I like the look of them. In fact, I wish people wore them. I'm gonna wear flower crown today. Yeah, let's not do them on brides anymore. Yeah, I guess that's how I feel. I mean, the the the, the ethereal hippie airy sure. thing isn't necessarily my thing. Got it. But I like flowers. Sure. And I like crowns. Yeah. Why don't we just start wearing big jeweled brass crowns? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, it's all possible. Right, it's all possible. I so, mean, it so felt, flower crowns and wedding. Eh, it it, it felt like a Marnie wedding. Exactly, that and that's felt what was right. so perfect. She's yeah. a little like a little a little dated and a little she bit, a little is. bohemian. Although I really liked the dress. I liked the. It was pretty. The sleeves, dolman sleeves. Yeah, she looked really gorgeous. And also, they just decided to start walking. Well, right. when when the rain with the windbreakers, you mean? Well, no, like for the ceremony. Like, they were yeah. just like, we're all going Yeah, now. and they're like, are you coming, Hannah? <laughs> and she had a moment, of course. Of course. Because it's all about her all it's the all time. It's all about her. I mean, she's like supreme narcissist. And I love what Ray said about her to Fran mm-hmm. when Ray was like, listen, she's a terrible human being yeah. pretty much, but I love her. <laughs> it was weird. I love him. That dynamic. Yeah. I mean, now yeah. it's sort of like a soap opera because everyone yes. has yes, slept now, with now, everyone. And now Adam and Jessa. Right? Like, everyone's been yeah. with yeah. the other person. Well, let me ask you this. And, and this isn't so wedding-related. It's girls-related. Were you at all surprised when Ray said that Marnie was the love of his life? Like, I always saw it as more of this infatuation. Although, the way he looks at her. Yeah. But I just was like, oh, but yeah. you were so cute with Shoshana. I don't I know. thought they were better together. That's, I, I loved they them. Were, I thought they were going to be. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to go back to relationships, the whole marriage, I mean, he had a freak out at right before the ceremony. Of course he did. And a lot of people are like, Jove, does that happen? 
my grooms don't have that kind of freak no. out. Not like a, not yet. I might, well, yeah, knock on something. <laughs> no, I mean, that was intense. It was intense. So is it going to last or it's going to end? Well, then the, 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 the reveal that he's been engaged yes. seven times yeah. previously. Yeah. I don't know. These are I, things I, you, no. don't I you say talk no. about. My, my vote is no. This Your is vote is no. It's, it's not going to last. Of course, because nothing good can They're come from young. for their lives, right? Like these poor girls. Like, Right. Like nothing good. Like it's always <laughs> or, temporary. Right now because you're in your 20s yes. and you learn and you grow and second marriages are supposed to work out real well. I mean, listen, <laughs> I've never been married, but I feel like it's a conversation I have on dates. Have you been married before? Right, right, right. Are you currently Have you been engaged seven times? Are you currently married <laughs> to a man or a woman? <laughs> Do you have children? What's in your 401k? These are, K? Like, these are like maybe it's just me. Yeah. But maybe. their relationship was so in fact, when we ended, hadn't they broken? Oh, he, he took off. Yeah. And didn't show up to record yeah. the music. But it, they were so sexy when they would sing together. Yeah. He's that chemistry sexy. was Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super very good. good looking. Was there a photographer? There wasn't a photographer either. Well, they were getting ready for the ceremony. No getting ready. No shop. photographer. No getting ready. No first look. No getting ready no, shots. Um, no videographer. Signing. No ketuba. Is she Jewish? I don't think so. Yeah, there was an archway, but not a hubba. Yeah. No, in fact, she's a white Christian. That's oh, yeah. hilarious. Her heritage, which is a white Christian woman. Yes. I died. I died. She really, she gave it to us. She gave it to us. Well, I'm so happy that you stopped by. Yay, and I'm so happy you love girls as much as I do. I it's sort of, for me, I, to be honest, I was kind of done with girls. You were. But it's the last season, sort of like American Idol. I was done with yeah. it. But it's the last season, so I just want to see. I can't be done either. I, I, I've, I've stuck through. I, because they, I enjoy it. They kind of piss me off because they're supposed to. To no end. Like they're all flawed. Exactly. And... It's like a car accident. You like shouldn't watch it. You shouldn't slow down and watch it. But you can't help it. And she's so smart, I think, in what she. Yeah. Lena Dunham in, in her, I think the writing and directing. Is well, what's awesome. fascinating is like as a gay man, I haven't seen a lot of breasts and titties in my life, other than maybe like some brides or like some girlfriends. <laughs> But Lena, she's, sorry. she's the one. I've seen, like, more of her breasts than any woman in my entire life. Her, the Hamptons, and she's running around in her bikini yep. on high school. Like, just I, no fucks given. No fucks given. Yeah. Love but you know what? More power to her. I yes. feel skinny every time I watch it. <laughs> and I love her for it. I'm like, I you do her. you, and that's that. I love her. Uh, Perfect. Yes. Oh, oh, one last question. Yes. That you can keep in or not. What did you think of the bridesmaids' dresses? I thought it's the mix and match. But it's also the, this dress can, and I yeah. think, can be 90 She totally just like folded it into three different ways. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I knew we were going to get some sort of yeah. more body to yeah. the action, but I didn't know it would be in that scenario. Um, I love that each girl sort of wore their own frame. Right. Um, but I've seen this. I mean, we've right. seen the pastel, right. this bohemian. Yeah. But I, I like them. I don't know that they're that functional if you don't right. have a wardrobe assistant right. helping. But that's what's funny about those kind of dresses. Yeah. You go, this can be, and like, I, not to me, it can. Yeah, I no, it's a one kind of dress thing. Oh, that's even good looking. Well, so well, like, where are the seams? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And also, it's showing a lot. You need a. Yeah, well, there was a lot. There was a, <laughs> there was a lot. It was not cute at some point, but <laughs> that's why we watch it. Yes. That's why we watch it. Well, thank you so much for coming thank by. You for I love you, I and love I you look back. forward to chatting about girls and seeing you again soon. Me too. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Weddings ish. 
I couldn't be more excited to be sitting here with the handsome, stylish, lovely, <laughs> and um, talented men of Putnam and Putnam Floral. Hello, Michael and Derek. Hey. Hi. How are you guys doing on this cold morning? Great. Good. I'm super excited to be here with you. I just wanted to sort of get to know a little bit more about you. Um, we met a couple of years ago at a wedding event in New York City. And I immediately was struck because you didn't look like everyone else in the room. <laughs> and I was so excited. I was like, wait, there are men here with tattoos, not in suits, and facial hair. Like, yeah. And they're under the age of 40. That's Wow, that's like right when we were first starting, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah. Literally, like, weeks of. That's yeah. super cool. That was the very beginning for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Very and here cool. we are today. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Your growth has been impressive. <laughs> Quick, quick two years. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So we'll talk about that. But first, you know, I'm a wedding planner. I love the stories. Um, whose last name is Putnam? Mine. Derek's, yeah. Derek. Yeah. So Derek Putnam. Yes. And you're married. Yes. Five and a half years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you change your last <laughs> yeah. name, Michael? I changed my last name. Yeah. Okay. So you are actually the Putnams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we get asked if we're brothers. Which is a little awkward. Of course it is. <laughs> You're like, no, we're husbands. You don't even look alike, no, actually. at all. It's usually like older gentlemen who just get a little confused. Got it. Okay, well, now we can clarify that for those older gentlemen if they know how to use a podcast. Um, so how did you two have, like meet originally? Yeah, well, we met in L.A. Okay. Um, Derek was going to school out there. Uh, we actually met at Trader Joe's. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. Trader Joe's. No, it was actually it was Trader Joe's in the Valley in West Hills, um, and yeah, it. I had seen uh, Mikey around town a little bit. Okay. Um, and we were. I was buying wine and line, and my ID got checked, and I had a Santa Barbara drive, driver's license. And Michael actually was kind of partially raised in Santa Barbara, um, so we. Of course, there's a perfect excuse to start talking. And Wait, you yeah. worked at Trader Joe's? I did. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I said, <laughs> we were trying to get around this, so we didn't. I'm always so embarrassed by this. No, this is what's so funny because I used to play this game at Trader Joe's in Union Square, like hoping to get the hot checkout guy. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you did. I, I will say that <laughs> this is the Trader best. Joe's in Southern California, there's a lot of hot people working yeah. there. It's yes. like <laughs> Trader Joe's in general, I yeah. find. Usually I'm like, that. sometimes I'll go shopping there just to be like, oh, Oh, hi, checkout boy. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you can bring that to my car. I so always let's, try to like not talk about it. Yeah. Like, but I was in school, so I was like, my college. Listen, yeah. let's look at where you are now. We can totally yeah. talk about yeah. it. I worked so at Baba Gum, so like, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I think my job is worse than your job. Oh my god. In Times Square. So oh you god. were waiting, so you were <laughs> okay, working there, better. and you were I, buying. Yeah, I actually just went into his line to talk to him. Okay. Because I thought yeah. he was okay, really cute. Got it. But... The, the ID thing is real. So I had a Santa Barbara's driver's license, and so he had been partially raised there. So we started talking, and it turns out we had a mutual friend, and then a little bit of Facebook stalking later. Of course. We went out for a little date, and then... Who yeah, asked you on a date? Uh, I think you asked me on a date, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So Trader Joe's... I was quiet and shy. Was. <laughs> Are you yeah, still? Not so I mean, much anymore. Little, not now. so much anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then what happened next? You started dating. 
We started dating. We moved in with each other really fast. What's really fast for you? A yeah. month. Yeah. Uh, not officially, but um, he was kind of there every night, you know? Uh -huh, and, so why not? Yeah. And then uh, I was in my last year of school. I was actually still going to school in Santa Barbara, but just commuting. Um, but we decided to move to Santa Barbara for a year um, to finish that up. And... Um, I think like the the last couple months of before I was about to finish, um, we knew we wanted to move to New York. Um, Michael applied to the interior design program at FIT, mm -hmm. um, and he got in, which is super incredible. We got engaged around then as well. Yeah, Derek um, got an internship in New York, so he came out a couple times. Got it. So you yeah. both sort of were putting your energy towards yeah. New York. Yeah. We never talked about it, but then when he got his internship, it was like, why not? Like, New York, everything's there. Yeah. So we should okay. just why take not? a chance. Leave yeah. beautiful California yeah. Yeah. and come <laughs> to New York. This time of year, I'm yeah. Yeah. I, I knew I, like, I was studying photography, and I knew I wanted to shoot fashion. And of course, where else do you go? Other than New York City. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your proposal. Who proposed to who? I proposed to Mikey. Okay, so you're clearly taking the lead in every <laughs> yeah. step of the relationship. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but listen, everyone loves that. Who doesn't love to be asked out on a date? Like, everyone's shy, and if you're shy, it sort of works. Yeah. yeah. So you proposed. Yeah, no, I did. It was super, um, we were just actually just talking about this the other day. It was super impulsive. Um, I didn't have a ring. I didn't even think I was going to do it. I kind of woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, I just want to... Marry this guy, and I was like, we were really hungover. Yeah, we <laughs> went to happy hour drinks the day okay. before. We were wasted at like five or something. Oh my went gosh. home, passed out, and then he woke me up at like four thirty-five in the morning. Was like, come on, let's leave. Like, let's go somewhere. Yeah. So he dragged me out of bed, and then he drove me up to the top of like one of the high points above Santa Barbara in the uh -huh. mountains. Which is really creepy because there were all these wildfires around then, so all the mountains were just charred black and it yeah. was dark and it was super weird. And you were not in your peak. Yeah, you were hungover. <laughs> we were really hungover, yeah. Um, yeah, and we just got to the top of the hill and then we got out of the car, start, like the sun was coming up. It was like kind of romantic. Okay. Um, and then Derek just started crying. And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he got down, but without a ring, like, without a ring. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he asked him to marry me, and then we drove that morning. We drove down to like some little silver outlet store and bought like a coated nickel ring for five dollars. Got it. And, <laughs> so yeah. that you had rings. Yeah. No, for sure. And then, yeah, we got married like uh, seven months later. Um, we did not do our own flowers. Okay. <laughs> did you have any good. inkling at that point you'd be working in flowers or the no. wedding world no. at all? No, Nothing. I didn't. I didn't know this like two and a half years ago. I had Got no it. idea. Um, but so yeah, it was. It was actually a pretty. It was kind of a traditional wedding. Um, it was around 60, 55, 60 people. We got married in Lenox, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. in the Berkshires. Beautiful. In October. Where? Uh, it's this little inn. It's, it's it was not so even. It's charming. a different name now. New owners. Got yeah, new owners. Okay. But they had this name. this Italian couple owned it, and there was this like dining room that was like a like an orange bright red. And it Beautiful. Was really, yeah. really pretty. Um, my mom basically planned everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. She was the wedding planner. Powerful mother. Um, <laughs> but it was pretty amazing. I mean, we're we were the first ones out of any of our friends, any of our cousins, anyone to get married. We got married young. Um, and everyone was just so pumped. Got it was it. like such a day yeah. of like love. Like my grandfather was still there. It was just, it was really amazing. It was a really yeah, cool day. Nice. And did you hire a professional photographer? Uh, no. no. So that was the one. Okay. I, 
which I don't, I might regret now, but of course, like, we didn't know anyone really sure. at that point. Um, so we had, like, uh, 50 Polaroid cameras or just a Polaroid. You didn't actually have a photographer yeah. at no, all. No, we didn't at have all. a photographer no. at all. So if I want to post pictures of your wedding, I have to Only like scan your Polaroid. They're scanned. Okay. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But, um, wow. And I we, mean, it's kind of fun looking through those from yeah. everybody's perspective of sure. like, the day, and which is kind of cool. We look so young. It's we crazy. We look really young, yeah. Wow. It's wild. But it was such a fun, it was honestly, I can honestly say, that our wedding was one of the best days of my life, for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, it, it was, was really amazing. amazing. And that's and what it's about. Good, yeah. That is right? what it's about. I mean, we have jobs because it's about more than that, yeah. but at the same token, that's the main and yeah. most important thing. Yeah, it was just uh, so much fun. It was just so though. fun to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about flowers. So you got married, you hired someone, you didn't have a photographer, your mom planned the wedding, and now here we are a few years later, and you boys make some of the most stunning floral arrangements I've seen, and I Thank know you. you know a lot Thank of florists. You, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so how did that happen from getting married and not really knowing anything or being involved in the flower world, you know, going photography and design yeah. to mm-hmm. where we are today? Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of an interesting path. So um, when so we were in New York, I was kind of moving between photography jobs. I started at this small retouching house. I started shooting tabletop e-commerce um, for a few places. I did some work for Saks. Then I was full-time at Barney's. So my whole time, I was just photography, photography, only yeah. shooting, mostly yeah. fashion. Never wanted to do weddings. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, had, I was asked a couple times, and I flat-out refused. Okay. I did not um, want to shoot weddings. Um, yeah, during this time, I was working at Kravitz Design Firm. Okay. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He yeah. has a design firm. Hair flip. I didn't know, but he, did, he has a line with Target. A CB2. A CB2. Yeah. CB2. Which makes That's more sense now okay. because he has an interior design firm. Got room. it, which I didn't know. <laughs> so I was like, why are you at CB2? I got the magazine and I was like, this seems weird. Like Hunger Games, Lenny yeah. Kravitz. Like, what's going on? Totally. CB2, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they're a great. Firm, small firm. They do hotels, like just a lot of hospitality stuff sure. and some private residences. And it was fine, and I loved it, but it wasn't hands-on enough for me. I'm such a tactile person that okay. sitting behind a desk or just going to showrooms to like yeah. pick shit up was not really for me. Got it. Um, so I wanted to try something different. So while I was there, I started sort of dipping a little bit into flowers, and I took a small apprenticeship. Um, and I worked a couple events with it, but I really just started doing my own thing. Like okay. I would go home um, when I was working there, and I would make arrangements. I'd go to the market with just like a little envelope of cash, sure. and be like, "Can you help me? Just yeah. like, <laughs> like I can't afford anything here, but like, yeah. come on." Um, and the guys at the market were so nice and so supportive, even from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, and I just started playing around and building a small portfolio, and Derek would shoot my work. Um, How convenient, photographer. And it wasn't really anything. Like, there was really no idea that I wanted that to be my future, that I ever wanted to do it. But it was therapeutic for you. Yeah, it was therapeutic and playing around and being creative and trying new things. It was fun for me. So, you weren't like intending to start a business. Like, I'm going to start a flower business. This is the steps I took. What's funny, though, is I think for a while, um, Michael and I have always wanted to work together. Mm -hmm. I've never enjoyed having bosses, I've never done well in corporate environments. Same. And I think that. We we tried a couple little weird things to find ways to work to, with each other. He would always help me on my photo shoots. Like we try and like work with each other as much as we could. But when he started making these arrangements, I'd photograph them. He'd put them on social media or whatever, and people were just like, "Oh God, these are so cool!" Like just our friends. And then 
we were getting asked by friends of friends to like do an arrangement for a small dinner or mm -hmm. something and doing this. Um, and that's totally how it started. Because yeah. the first event we met at, you, I guess your foray into the wedding industry, you didn't even do the flowers for the event. No. You had an arrangement Don't outside the elevator <laughs> on the way out. And I just remember that moment because I was like, A, I was taken aback because, again, you're, you didn't look like anyone else there. And I was like, oh my God, someone else looks like me. Like, I'm not the only non-50-year-old like 50 year old male or female wedding planner. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did you do the flowers here? And you were like, no, we didn't. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, where where did you do that? And you're like, downstairs, outside the elevator by the exit. And I was like, oh, cute. Yeah. No, oh, for sure. For sure. It was beautiful. But yeah. it's like on a chair like yeah. by the elevator. Totally. That's, that's totally it. Um, yeah. No. And um, I think we had a couple chances where... Um, a friend of a friend who styled some pretty cool people. Mm -hmm. This one was hosting a dinner. Um, and we, there was like no budget. I think we spent like five times the budget of course. on the flowers. Yeah. And we decked out this little room so much that when people got there, they're like, they were just taken away. They, just, yeah. they thought it was so cool. Um, there was an editor from Vogue there, and we had literally one business card that we left, and it went right to her. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and yeah, a few months later, we got an inquiry from them to do a little feature for the website. Um, and then from there, it was like almost every single day something was happening, whether it was just a delivery or a small yeah. little photo shoot or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and a couple months after that, I left Barney's, and I was still freelance shooting around, but um, it's been off to the races since. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the growth has been super crazy, and you guys yeah. have been featured everywhere, whether it's for fashion or wedding. Um, do you think there was a tipping point for you where you sort of felt like this is where it changed, and this is where we knew... This was like not uh, our destiny because that's so cheesy it's to say. Super cheesy. For me, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. we could do this. We can make a living doing this. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was when I woke up in the morning and there was an an email in my inbox, and the title was "Hello from Vogue," and that's when I was like, "Okay, if Vogue wants me to do something, like, yeah. why don't I just push myself a little harder and really try to make this something?" Yeah. I think I think what hit me at that moment was, so I had been like working in fashion photography for like three years at that, this point in this city and was just slowly creeping my way up. And no one I knew did anything with Vogue. Mm -hmm. Like it took people so long, like years and years and years to get to that level. Sure. And then he's doing something for a month and then getting an inquiry from Vogue. And that's when I was like, this is real. Yeah. Like, this is really happening. This has real potential. And I think that was when it really started yeah. for sure. Perfect. Definitely. And that's so exciting. I mean, that email, who wouldn't want that email? Yeah. Like, what a great email. Like, you wake up in the morning and you check your emails and it's like, oh, this bride, this groom, this mom. Like, yeah. I'll get to them later. But like, hello from Vogue. Like, ooh, ooh I don't even need yeah. coffee. Like, I definitely, I think I started crying and I like, yeah. I like called my mom and I was like, oh my God, mom, you will not believe what's happening. Oh my gosh. But after that point, I think there was just, a, like, there was a lot of, waves and peaks and stuff where we realized that it, things were happening way faster than we thought and way quicker than we thought. We started arranging outside, um, or we started arranging in, our first studio was our 
one bedroom Lower East Side apartment. I think I remember that and you had a tiny little car. Do you still have oh, that car? No, we don't, no, we don't have that yeah. car anymore. It was so little. Like yeah. you guys pulled up and like a little smart car. A little yeah. smart, and I was like, they're gonna they're gonna need a bigger <laughs> yeah. car. Like a smart car in New York City is smart, but like where do you put flowers? Well, what, I do miss that what car. What wasn't smart is that was actually our second we had two cars, so that was our second car. Yeah. <laughs> that was not whatever. Smart. Um but yeah, so we we were doing things out of there, and then all of a sudden we were doing like we were making panels for a flower wall in our one-bedroom apartment. Got it. And we're like, we probably need a studio. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, let's back. This one-bedroom apartment is like 350 square feet. Oh, like a studio. It's, yeah. T- a it's studio tiny. with French doors, if you can Oh, my gosh. Call it that. Um, we we but... kept branches in our bathtub. There were branches in the toilet. Because like, we ran out of space. There were no yeah. room for buckets. So. You had to build things. Everything yeah. was filled. There were buckets on our bed. You couldn't walk in our apartment. So you grew based on need. Yes. You were like, we. you did all you could until you couldn't anymore. And yeah. then you're like, we need all to All our bigger. growth has yeah. been organic. Like, there was never a point where we went out on a limb and we're like, we're going to invest this or we're just mm-hmm. going to do all this. We kept doing things until we got to a point where we're like, whoa, we got to go yeah. to the next step, move into a Yeah, I mean, we've space. never advertised anywhere. We've yeah. never done anything like that. It's really, I mean, social media has played a huge role in what we do. But yeah, it has been such an organic progression with our brand. It's been nice. Well, organic is the right word. Um, how do you describe your style? I mean, what you do is so different from, it's refreshing. I mean, I see a lot of wedding flowers. I think what I do and the couples I work with, I'm lucky they like sort of a more modern, fresh, organic approach. But the classic bridal market, wedding market, is sort of tight and very gaudy or over-the-top yeah. or opulent. And you sort of take a step back and turn all of that on its head and do something totally different. So where does that inkling come from? Yeah, I mean, for me, there's definitely this new wave of flowers and this new style coming yeah. out that is organic, that is freeform and gestural. Um, and we've sort of really like followed that a little bit and pushed that a little bit. But something that we do is we arrange very flower heavy with mm-hmm. everything that we do. Some okay. of our arrangements don't even have any foliage, but we're taking that, which is something that's a little bit more traditional, but we're yeah. pushing it and creating something that is loose and gestural yeah. and organic. Um, and I think that's been part of our success too, is that we are doing something different in that sense. Like the shapes and the style is very similar to what other people are doing, mm-hmm. um, but we're trying to put a fresh twist on it. Sure. Know? Yeah. I think also like, um, we can still appeal to more traditional markets because I think when you look at our flowers, of course, sometimes in editorial context or if we're doing something a little bit different, sure, our flowers don't feel very foraged. Mm-hmm. It's not like necessarily like going out into the woods or something. And it, it doesn't feel yeah. too rustic. Which so we I, love and we appreciate. Yeah. And we have so many friends that work, um, so many friends in Brooklyn that work that way that we like love their aesthetics so mm-hmm. much. Um, but we're just taking a different take on that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had three words to describe Putnam and Putnam's style, what would those three words be? Oh, God. Romantic, for sure. Romantic, yeah, would be the first word. Uh, oh, God, this is a tricky question. I know. I don't mean to put you on the spot. No. <laughs> You're better with words than I think than lush. Me. Okay. Yeah. Romantic and Verdant. refined. What, what did you say? Verdant, like... Can you define that for me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know verdant, that one. Yeah. So lush, romantic, verdant. God, wait. Now I need to check if that. And what was that? The, is I, I was going to say refined. <laughs> refined. I think our okay. I think our work is refined. I it think is. It's, 
it, it feels elegant. It feels elevated. Yeah. It is wild and crazy, you yeah. know? Like, I mean, everything that we do is so wild and crazy, but it, I think there is a refinement to it. For and sure. to me, it's like almost looking at art. Some of these pieces are, I mean, the amount of time you must spend per piece must be, you know, incredible. And to like look at it from all sides, like yeah. when do you know it's done? So Mikey's really fast. He actually oh. arranges, I, I think my standards for all our employees and freelancers is probably pretty skewed because Mikey's so fast. Got it. You just do it. Like you've got to flow, yeah. you see the flowers. It happens. But I mean, I have just made so many flower arrangements. But you were all, then... from the beginning, you were really fast. Like, mm. I think that's another reason why, like, Part of our success has been we've been able to execute certain jobs with not a lot of manpower because we've just between us, we've been able You're to efficient. like, yeah, get in, get out. Sure. And the way our business relationship works too. So Michael is lead designer, head creatives, and then I kind of handle like back end business, sales, new business. Like I don't design at all. I don't touch flowers. Got it. I lug yeah. things. I carry buckets. So you're the muscle. Yeah. He's the beauty. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I'm a muscle too. <laughs> He's the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> you're very muscular. <laughs> you're very strong. Um, yeah. I was going to ask that question, but that seemed to be from afar. You answer most of the emails and mm. then when we have flower questions, that's a conversation that you and I are having. Yeah. yeah. And does that, it seems to work really well. Yeah, yeah, it works great. And you have no desire to learn flowers and no. make centerpieces. I, I, I've had a moment or two, Got but it. I'm, it's really not. Wasn't for you. And I think that I think when that it's that, crunch time, we need some bud vases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he can handle that. Yeah. But no, I think I think that's how it's worked, and I think it's been really important because at no point am I getting pulled into designing. If we need more designers, we hire out. out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always focusing on what business is happening, what's coming in. Um, and then of course, I, with my photography background, I do all of our social media, website photos, that yeah. kind of stuff too. So let's talk about social media. Derek, you said you manage all of your own social media. So you guys don't have a company that does that. It's really the two of you running most of the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we have, uh, Altogether, we're a staff, a full-time staff of five. Okay. Um, Michael and I, we have a studio manager and two designers, full-time designers. That's amazing. Yeah. So you went from two to that. Yeah. Um, and your Instagram. I mean, your Instagram is so beautifully curated. Thank you. Um, how does that feel? I mean, when you started, you had how many followers? Uh, well, it started as Mikey's personal account. Okay. So it was Michael Putnam. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and I was just posting stuff. Derek didn't really have any part in that. But, Yeah. No, yeah. Is that still on the Instagram account, like <laughs> no. your first pictures? Oh, wait, yeah. if you scroll all the way back. All yeah. the way back. To the very back, yeah, <laughs> they're still there. So Sometimes we get weird. a comment or two down there, and I'm like, ooh. You're like, well, someone... people want to know. They want to know. <laughs> yeah. So that was started. You had probably a couple hundred followers. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like a normal, most of us, that's pretty common. Yeah. And now you're at 239,000 followers. <laughs> that must feel like Christmas morning every day. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, social media has been a very interesting Part of our business. It's been a huge part of our business. It's helped us get in a lot of exposure. Um, obviously, any editorial work we do or any interesting job that we do, there's an audience of 239,000 people to look at it yeah. right there, yeah. which is super amazing. Um, a lot of our clients find find us on through Instagram. Actually, most of our 
clients find us on Instagram. That's fascinating. Is, so you're yeah, booking was, yeah. business through Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Brides, especially. We yeah. get a lot of brides who follow our social media. Um, but I think it's great. I think it's been a really awesome success for us. It's been really amazing. Well, it's just like the perfect portfolio. It's so mm. accessible to everyone. And right away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were here doing a sample meeting, and your photography background now makes perfect sense to me because you took a beautiful photo of the sample, <laughs> and then you had your computer open. It was edited and perfect in like a moment. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is like way too smooth. <laughs> yeah. But now it, it all really makes fast. sense because yeah. of your background. Mm. Um, but I mean, so for me, you know, we all love social media. You get, you post something and there's that weight and then you start getting likes. But at this number, does it just not send you messages? Like, do you not we know? We don't have, we don't have like notifications. Yeah. Yeah. Notifications. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You would live on your phone otherwise yeah. if it was it's just. It's funny too. I think like we actually, I think um, we get the most interaction, I think when we post something that's really different from okay. what we typically do. Got it. I think people expect to just see beautiful flower photos from us All now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not as much interaction, but it's really cool when we do something really kind of yeah. different or interesting for yeah. us. People and we get... really respond to our large installation work Yeah. and our set work. That's yeah. the stuff that people get most excited about. So let's talk about that. I mean, wedding is very different from a yeah. fashion or yeah. sort of, so, what is your process? This is one question we got from Instagram. What is your process from sort of beginning to end and how do you work in that creative space? Yeah, well, I mean, it's different with weddings than it is for any other job, whether sure. it be a gala or if we're doing something on set. Um, with weddings, we will reach out to the bride and it'll start from our questionnaire and the bride will give us sort of a little rundown of what they're thinking, what their aesthetic is, and maybe just a few little photos of what they're sort of going for. Yep. Um, We'll talk amongst our team and we'll throw some ideas around before we go into a meeting. Okay. We'll have a bridal meeting, throw ideas around again, yep. but we won't actually solidify anything or really jump in fully until we actually see the space. Got it. Uh, we're insanely spatial people, uh -huh. so most of what we do is seeing the space and then seeing if there's anything else that we need to throw in or how we can rig Got it. installation work. Or even just um, to quantify things. It's, it, yeah. it's so hard to like quantify number of arrangements or what we need without... Mm -hmm pointing where they will go yeah. in sure. space. Yeah, um, so that's weddings. But okay. with other jobs, I mean, it's a little different. Like um, if we're working on set, if we're doing a photo shoot, yeah. uh, they'll give us an idea. But a lot of times we get quite a bit of freedom to do that. A lot of people reach out to us because they love our aesthetic, we love what we do. Sure. Uh, my background in interior design, I think really helps me think spatially, yeah. especially on set. Yep. Uh, so that's... Yeah, they kind of just leave it in our hands. So, and do you find that that's when you create your most beautiful work? Is when you have the freedom yes. to yes. do what you do? Yeah. Absolutely. I think sure. we recently did this shoot with Cartier and this incredible photographer, um, Jamie Beck, and she just sort of gave us full freedom. She's like, I want you to create a Renoir garden. She's like, I have, some, I have some paintings that I'm inspired by, but whatever you want to do, just do it. Yeah. And we did it, and I think it was one of my favorite projects we've ever done. I think it was, yeah. it turned out amazing. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that I really have fun with. Yeah. When people just give me freedom to do whatever I want. And are you, before you go to the flower market, are you visualizing what you think this design could be? Or do you go to the market, and based on what's local and seasonal, you're like, this is what it could be. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, with weddings, we'll figure out what flowers we want to use. Sure. Put in our order, pick them up. If there's something special, we'll grab it maybe for personals or whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, but if it is doing something, or even like personal projects that we do in the studio, we will go to the market without ordering anything and then just choose seasonal stuff and get inspired by that. I think, I think we do go with initial, obviously initial thoughts on design, like what we're going to be doing mm -hmm. and color palette. Sure. What, what, yeah. new, what vibe we're going for. Color we're is going insanely for. important. Yeah. yeah. But we are big... Go to the, we're, we buy at the market. You'll see us at the market all the time. We're there almost some people every day. <laughs> will send other people to buy for them, or some people will just order things, yeah. like have vendors pick out colors for them. Yeah. The one thing I have learned with Michael throughout this entire process is he is definitely the most selective and has the highest standards on color palette and quality of flower. And I even sometimes get nervous buying colors because it's the, not the perfect <laughs> You're not sure shade. It's the right one. <laughs> oh yeah, now we go to the market. Derek just goes to the coffee shop. Uh, yeah, and totally. I just shop myself. Oh. There's a look he must give you if you're like, mm, no, death look. No. It's a terrible color. Well, I'm, um, I'm really sensitive to color. Really okay. sensitive to color. And I think even if something's just the tiniest shade off, it kind of throws me off. Okay. I mean, everything has to be sort of a cohesive blend. And that's your design background. That's sort of your point so, of view. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and that's sort of what makes it special. It's not something that someone can copy or recreate because you're you're coming into it with your yeah. own eyes and your own emotions and your own connection yeah. to the flower. You love it or you hate it. I mean, is, that a, is it that strong for you? Like yeah. there are flowers you're just like, that's not a cute flower. I mean, but there's so many heirloom varieties that are coming into mm -hmm. the market. So even flowers that I don't necessarily love or jump to, like there's some yeah. varieties of them that don't even resemble, you know, uh -huh. your bodega version. Sure. Uh, but and the colors are insane. So there's really no flower that I dislike, actually. I, okay. I think that it's all, it just is all about color. It really Got doesn't it. matter yeah. what it is. If it's that perfect shade, of course, we'll incorporate yeah. it. You'll find a way to work it in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and speaking of color, we have one question. What's your favorite, um, where did that question go? Oh, what's your favorite white flower? My favorite white flower, oh, we saw this one earlier. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, my favorite white flower, I love a beautiful garden rose. A garden rose. Just like a gorgeous, loose, uh -huh. now delicate garden rose. And for those novices out there, the difference between a regular rose, a garden rose, and a sprig rose, you yeah. know, like a short yeah, so most garden roses, I mean, there are some that are greenhouse grown or hothouse mm -hmm. grown. Um, it's not your standard tight rose. It's okay. something that really unfurls nicely. And, Beautiful. Um, I love garden roses that have fewer petals. Like, no. Huh. Uh, I love, there's a variety, actually, it is South American grown, which, whatever, but. Um, it's called Garden Snow, and okay. it opens up so beautiful, and it's so delicate, and it's really readily available throughout the year in the market. The way nice. that garden roses, like the layers kind of open up and unfold, it just, it's so delicate and looks so yeah. exquisite, whereas a standard rose is a little, like, sharper, yeah. kind of. But definitely yeah. a specialty. I mean, they're good for weddings or just events where they only have to last one day, yeah. because the longevity of them is not very, okay. not very good. Um, and we have a couple other questions from Instagram, so why don't we dive in? Yeah. Um, what are your favorite flowers on a budget? Favorite flowers on a budget? Mikey's never on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the businessman <laughs> husband. No. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> no, for sure. I th but, but on a real note, like on a real note, I think that we, one thing that makes our work so exquisite is we do source some of just the best quality products. Sure. Um, a lot of that's coming in from places like Japan, Holland, France, Italy. We use incredible flowers for sure. I think yeah. that um, the growth of our business, we 
our margins were so low when we started because we weren't charging enough and sure. we were providing these exquisite flowers. You were doing above and beyond the call. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, of course, we've learned. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Mikey's always buying the most expensive things. Yeah, but <laughs> what are some affordable flowers yeah. for a I mean, new there has person. to be a high and a low, you know? Sure. And, like, I know, because when I first started, like, we weren't rolling in anything, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and I had, everything was on a budget. Yeah. Um, I love tulips. Okay. So many varieties of tulips that are cheap that you can get at the market. Uh -huh. Special varieties, too, that aren't that much. Like a variegated tulip? Variegated tulips. Um, French tulips are a little bit more expensive, but they really make a strong impact. So okay. You don't need as many. Uh, or just like standard tulips, you know? Okay. Um, right now, daffodils. We use I a lot. I love of. daffodils. <laughs> There's such a soft spot in me for them. Yeah. Um, there's so many pretty color varieties, and also they're really, really affordable. Okay. Nice. Um, um, so we have another question. What advice would you give to anyone trying to get into the floral business? I mean, for you guys, it was sort of, I don't want to say on accident, but it was organic. You sort of came into it, yeah. but yeah. for someone who's new and starting, yeah. I think, now that you're here. Yeah, I think it's like any creative business, like create a solid base for yourself. Don't reach out to, we get a lot of inquiries, either for people that want to intern or that want to freelance. Make sure you, you give yourself a bit of an education. Don't reach out with, without knowing anything. I, I don't love seeing the line, I don't know anything about flowers, but I went to art school. Take a flower, take some flowers classes. Say, I'm enrolled in the uh, the New York Botanical Garden Flower School, mm -hmm. and I'm like obsessed with everything I'm learning. But I need more. I, I want, want more. more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never ask what we can do for you. That yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. I I don't want to. I'm not doing anything for you. What can you do yeah. for us? Sure. You know. Yeah. You know, and we'll grow together. We'll yeah. work together. That's yeah. what we want. Totally. Um. um and yeah, I think. The floral world is definitely kind of like an apprenticeship situation. Like you start as an intern, you're just assisting, email people that you love and just say, I will be at your studio with a broom. I don't yeah. care. Like, uh, yeah. just let me be there. Be eager. And let me help and do yeah. anything that I can. And then yeah. once you get that base and once you realize that that is what you want to do, like it's New York, you know, it's going to be an investment at first. Mm -hmm. But you, if you want to do it, just try, you know? Yeah. You Buy can't your be scared flowers. to try. Like, you yeah. have to yeah. jump in and just do it. Go to the market, get your own flowers, and just keep arranging. Yeah. yeah. So, really, it's action over planning. Like, some people, totally. like, yeah. you could definitely plan on starting a business, and you could take a course on that and spend a year thinking about doing it. But yeah. really, your advice is jump in and do it. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not ready for that, start at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, our out. first wedding, like, yeah, the, the, we took on the smallest weddings you could possibly imagine with the the smallest budgets, mm -hmm. but like, how could you show, you have, you have to start the portfolio from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of budget, let's talk about it. Yeah. Where are you at? What's your comfortable level? If couples were interested in working with you, where should their budget be? This episode we're going to talk, we've talked all about budget. Yeah. So for you, what's a Putnam and Putnam happy place? So in yeah. New York, which may be <laughs> a little skewed here compared to budgets across the country, but um, our typical starting point is around 15000 for flowers. Okay. Um, I think a lot of floral budgets are, they're about, 10% of total wedding budgets, if people can keep that into perspective. Um, we get happier as budgets grow mm -hmm. just because it allows us to um, get more creative with design, installation, yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, a tight budget will just limit us and what we can do creatively. Sure, right. 
Right, but um, another thing to consider too is, let's say maybe your budget isn't huge, your design could grow so much more if you, of course, had a more intimate wedding. Got it. So, Interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, yeah. if you have 200 plus people. Sure. And the budget's The number tight, of centerpieces you yeah. need. Yeah. Yeah. That and makes there, sense. Then there are ways around making a bigger impact. Um, you know, with a smaller budget. Sure. Like One of our favorite weddings we did last year, the budget was really small. And um, it, I mean, it was kind of a minimum for us. And the bride was like, forget about the centerpieces. I don't care. I'm putting all my money into flowers around the space. Wow. And the space looked incredible. And yeah. we put beautiful candles on the tables. Yep. And no one even cared. No one yeah. was looking at the, the centerpieces. No. They were looking all Everywhere around. Yeah. And I mean, that was like, I think aesthetically... A goop picked up that wedding. Like everyone was obsessed with that wedding yeah. because there was flowers around and people yeah. enjoyed. We them. did like simple greens on the tables. It was yeah. nothing crazy, you know. Yeah, um, putting your resources where it matters. Yeah. yeah. So we were able to do all these install like archways that were really cool that people yeah. were more drawn. Was this to. at the Metropolitan? Yeah. Building? yeah, yeah. It was stunning. It was a yeah, fun. That was, that was a, a really fun, fun wedding. wedding. That Beautiful. was a really fun wedding. And also. People might not know this, but having a big bridal party really, you it know, sucks yep. your budget. <laughs> Cost of every and, uh, bridal bouquet. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not using, you know, standard filler flowers. No. You know, you're using like, the prettiest, hardiest, yep. intense, like beautifully shaped flowers. Like that's what you're using. Yeah. For and if you have 10 girls, yeah. you know, that's easily a grand, of course, more. Yeah. Once you add it all up. For sure. So ladies, keep it to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. And I have one last question from Instagram, which I think is a great one. You're a married couple. You lived together right out of the gate, basically, years ago. And then you sort of worked separate. But now you live together, work together, spend so much time together. What's that like? And do you have any tips or secrets? Like, I would shoot somebody <laughs> if I spent 24 <laughs> hours a day, seven days a week with it's them. It's funny. Wait. We're learning. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. no. We're making it work, but every day is a new challenge. Yeah. Sure. No, but I think yeah. on a serious note, like we've, we literally spend like almost every second together. Yeah. Like, from morning until we go to bed. Yeah. Um, we've always, like I said before, we've always wanted to work together. I think we complement each other very nicely. I think, I think we respect each other. We respect our opinions. We respect what our strengths are mm -hmm. and we push each other in good, healthy, creative ways. Um, that being said, there are tense moments for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Every marriage, every relationship. Totally. But I think we've gotten really good, um, especially at this point after our, I think it was harder when the business was new and there's so many challenges, but I think we've gotten to a point yeah. where if we have a tense moment, we just walk away and then we come back and move yeah. on. And, and there's also been so many high points in the last, you know, two years for us. And yeah. it's fun to like celebrate together and like have each other to sort of go through that with, you know, yeah. you're not alone when you get excited and it's cool. And I think that's one reason why we've really just been growing. I don't know. It's just been really great. Okay. It's been really, really good. But there are times. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> and it's business. I mean, it's like there's money stress, there's staff stress, yeah. there's like, there's so many things that you're dealing with that a regular couple deals with, but then add owning a company together. So, yeah. since you're in the flower industry, when one of you does something wrong, how do you make up? You don't bring flowers. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Like, flowers to you are not beyond work, right? Oh, like, but see, that's the you don't weird, buy that's the weird thing, flowers. though, is we're just together all the time. Yeah. So, if anyone does something wrong, we just talk about it right then and then yeah. and move right along. And then move right along. Okay. Yeah. 
I think what, yeah. Or we'll just buy each other clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you both have such a great sense of fashion. Um, what are your favorite stores? Where do you shop? Oh, oh God. Is that where all your money goes? Don't get Derek started. This is why we still I, live in a 300 square foot apartment. Oh, my oh, God. Wait, you're still in the same apartment? Yeah. Oh that my is gosh. a very nice apartment. Um, well, we made it nice. I, I like to joke that... Um, some people, their favorite places in New York are like MoMA or like museums. Yep. My favorite place in New York is definitely Barney's. Okay. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. Um, I don't know. We we really love, we love shopping at Barney's. We love Acne. We love yeah, Dries. We're, of course, my, I came, I'm, my background's in fashion. Sure. I've always yeah. been drawn to fashion. Yeah. I used um, to not. Shop. I used to be pretty frugal, okay. and now I'm a monster because he turned me <laughs> into one. He did this to me. <laughs> he did this to you. He did this to me. He yeah. makes you look so cute and fashionable. <laughs> Are you mad at him? No, for that? now I'll buy stuff on my own. Yeah, yeah. no, now yeah. he's created a now, monster. Now I'm like, I'm like Derek. Let's compare like yeah. photos of all the things we want this season. Oh or he'll be like, these pants are only five hundred dollars, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but Derek is a really also. He knows how to find the good deal. Got it. I'm a deal shopper for sure. So we're not always yeah. running out never, to buy like this season. I like, never pay full retail. <laughs> sure. Ever. Ever. That's for suckers. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> but you worked in that industry, so you know. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Get, you totally. know how to work it out. Totally. All right. And my last question is, where do you see yourselves going? Like, what are the goals for the company in the coming years? So uh, we're, we have so many exciting things happen. I think we're really, I know I personally am looking at 2016, and I'm so excited for this year. We have a few products that are launching this year. Products? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Flower products? Uh, other things. Okay. Other things. Feels like you can't tell me about home, that at home the moment. Things. No. Congratulations. We, soon to be, oh, soon to be launched. Okay. But, um, yeah. So we have that happening, which is really exciting. Um, we're doing a lot of traveling this year. We're doing mm -hmm. workshops in a few places around the world, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, we want travel to become more of an integral part of okay. our business. Got yeah. it. Really fun. And we have an in absolutely incredible wedding season on the books. We're super yeah. exciting about starting with, of course, a wedding with you, Joe. Woo -woo. That's going to be epic. Month. Yeah. I cannot wait. And that's just going to be the beginning. I mean, we've really... We're pretty much booked out for this year, and we have some amazing things yeah. happening. And we have the best team yeah. <laughs> in the world. Like, we really do. we such a strong team. We all get along. We all work so good together. We're just like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's magic. And yeah. it's growing. It's just like, you know, yeah. who knows how many more people we're going to bring on. But sure. It's great. Perfect. Yeah. Well, congratulations on Thank everything. You. It's Thank so you. lovely to watch your growth from the elevator door <laughs> to, you know, here we are. Yeah. Um, and I will see you guys soon. Cool. Yeah. All right. Take Thank care. You. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Weddings ish. The music in this podcast was made by the fabulous Mel Flannery of Mixtape, a cover band for hipsters. Thanks, Mel. Love the jingle. Weddings ish. Weddings ish.